Okay, let's do it. Hey, hey guys, welcome to the Spot Fest. JJ Bradley, JB Faulkner coming at you here. Uh, we've had a busy couple days ourselves. <laughs> Very much so. Let's do it. <laughs> so, if we're, if we're a little loopy tonight, that's why. Um, I don't remember how much it's weird. A couple years of, you know, a five minute commute to your living room, and all of a sudden, you know, this whole going to the office thing, I'm like, hmm, <laughs> I don't know about this anymore. <laughs> I, I don't miss it. Don't miss it one bit. I mean, I do miss the interaction with people. Hum human interaction is, is something I covet and need, actually, as it's because I'm an extrovert. But yeah, don't miss it. Don't miss it. Yeah, Jamie and I have had uh, we've had uh, meetings and such in the summit in the in, in our office this week. So that's anyway. So if, if we're a little loopy, that's probably why you had yourself a big ass dinner though, didn't you? Didn't your boss take you out to dinner tonight? Uh, I couldn't go because Jen got called into work. Oh. I, or I was gonna have a ribeye steak, and it was just gonna be. I was amazing. just gonna say, Jen knows you a ribeye, then. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm I'm the one who makes the ribeyes in this house. <laughs> okay, well, touche. Well, 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 <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, AEW served us up some choice beef tonight. Um, they definitely did. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, oof, I I don't know even know where to start with this one. I do want to do a quick shout out. I don't know if you saw this, but they got approved for a third wrestling show. They did. And I have no idea what that means. It's going, on, <laughs> it's going on true TV. Guarantee it. Probably. And here's okay. Let's 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 play let's play fantasy booking island. Fancy programming island, okay? Fancy programming. So it's not Mark Shredamas. No, right, right. We're not. We're not going down that route here. What would you like to see it be? Uh, a women's show. Okay. I'd like to see a Saturday show. I would like to see a Tuesday night instead of dark women's wrestling show mm, on okay. True TV. I like that idea. I was thinking a Harkin old throwback to Saturday Night Main Event sort of thing, but uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I, this day, this day and age, man, Saturday shows don't go over. Well, they don't. There's people out doing things there, you know, and it's football or you know, it's eh, eh. <laughs> so I like that idea, women's show. Well, well, anyway, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. For those of you joining us in live, hello, welcome. There's some weird stuff going on with YouTube. I know. Um, if yeah, you are so this is happening six days ago. It's like I have no idea what's going on. So if days of future past going on here. So if you are watching, I mean, I am wearing my my throwback. Maybe that's throwing back the clock on our YouTube stream. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. No, like <laughs> like literally, we were stressing. Like I like we almost busted a beat on it. Like for real. <laughs> Shout out to Crystal for that 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 little nugget. <laughs> Man, you got that like five minutes, not even five minutes in. <laughs> what can I say? I have skills. Okay. All right. Terrible skills, but I got skills. We, we I can skills interweave things. We do appreciate you guys, though, watching us. Um, any sort of YouTube issues aside, you know, uh, if you catch us on the replay, whether it is on Spotify or on YouTube or whatever else, thank you for watching. You can join us uh, in the conversation by hitting the comments down below. If you did, if you are live, we are definitely chatting there. Uh, I, I, I looked at our settings there, and I tweeted, so maybe so – I don't think the chat's going to be as delayed, Jamie, this time. We'll see, though. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. And, you know – 
let's get right to it. Because so, you know who else has skills is the young wrestlers in AEW. Four of them in particular, long been referred to as the pillars of AEW, which I think you and I actually came up with that first, technically. Technically, yes. We absolutely I'm 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 claiming ownership rights of yeah. that for us. Chronologically, that. that's a total spot fest term. But we'll let you guys keep it, AEW. It, for now. <laughs> we but we demand one interview from somebody <laughs> on the active roster. Preferably evil Uno. Oh. Or Stu Grayson. Um God, I wish he's on oh, yeah, I, I you know who I, I want I just want Ruby Soho. Hey Ruby. Of course you do. Uh, you know, but she's not big on the interviews. But anyway, show, show, the show. So, Four, let's start where yeah. they started, yeah. Because I think yeah. That's so great. The, yeah, why don't you go ahead and lead, lead into the re okay. bar mitzvah? The re bar mitzvah is fantastic. Which is, I love the fact that during the actual like bar mitzvah the first part of it there which mjf comes out with four women right and it, it is it is it a shoot that he's legit not engaged anymore i don't know okay i the, he keeps talking about he's single and all that like on the past two shows so i'm thinking maybe he is single again i think i think it's a shoot i mean i really do Anyway, comes out with four women. Each of them kiss him on the cheek, and it's the last one who he makes out with, and you know and he does the whole bar mitzvah thing. I love it how Excalibur was was spouting bar mitzvah and Jewish, you know, like 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 dia, like did you knows throughout the whole thing. <laughs> like, like technically, a re bar mitzvah happens when you're 83. You know? <laughs> just, yeah, just going to town on it, and that was fun and all, and it wasn't too out of the ordinary of an MJF. Uh, make fun of your town promo and the whole bit, right? You know, but he's going to town about it. And then music hits. I'm like, okay, we're going to find out who his next challenger is. It's Jungle Boy's music, which I was perplexed at JP, baby. Uh-huh. He says he's going after singles titles. Okay, this is, sure. I was a little perplexed by that. I go, hmm. Yeah. Jamie didn't like it at all. And then Sam, and then he gets in the ring, gets a mic, and Sammy's music hit. I go, I see what they're doing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sammy. Yeah. And then, then here comes Darby. Darby. To the biggest pop of any of them by far. Which, which, to be to fair, be though, to be fair, we we collectively shit on Darby Allen. Um, just because mostly, he is the same guy. Mostly. Mostly. Okay. His, his his style, and he even hit it on the head. He's like, I'm just going to be the same guy all the time. Uh-huh. Very obvious that that's the case with his wrestling style. But he had the best promo of the night he out did. of those guys. He did. So yeah, the four pillars in four corners of the ring, right? And what do you guys want, all three of them? We want a title shot, right? So it, mm-hmm. it's what it appears that Tony's fast-tracking this future programming, which I commend him for, to be to be real. Just like I think it's a good idea to keep the long-term play of Ricky Starks out there, mm-hmm. I think it's fine. Move, move the needle forward. WWE didn't start winning until they the WWE the Monday Night Wars until they did that too, right? Yeah. I hate to, sorry, Bret Hart, and, <laughs> but they really didn't start winning until they promoted. You know, went forward with Rock Stone Cold. Um, Undertaker was already up there, but you know, Triple H, yeah, Triple H. So. 
they each take a turn going there. Jungle Boys was not bad either. Jungle Boys promo was not terrible as far as Jungle Boy goes. Well, that's fair. If you're going off of Jungle Boy standards, <laughs> it was his best promo of all time. It was him talking. I have to use his past work as as you know proof positive. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I love his in ring ability. That's the thing. Like, just don't give that boy a mic. <laughs> he's so good out, like in the ring. Just. He's got, but he's got to get better at some point in time. They want him to be a true star. So, yeah. you've... did Taker ever really get good on the mic? Well, his character never needed it. Exactly. You can do the same thing. Jungle Boy, a boy from the jungle. He doesn't know how to speak. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> like just goes into like full like Brendan Fraser. Congrats, Brendan Fraser, on yeah. Oscar. Hey, that's where I was going with it. Yeah, well yeah. done, sir. Yeah. Casino man shit on him. And yeah. Like, the story writes itself, guys. I mean, he's from LA. So, I mean, anyway, anyway, he speaks. Sammy speaks. Sammy and uh, Max exchange uh, sharp barbs at each other. Um, yeah. I have one of them written down here, actually. It was at the, I'm going to, you're going to get uh, engaged again in another seven yeah. months. Well, he tells Mac to shut up before he turns his rebar mitzvah into a recircumcision. And, you know, when Max is addressing them, he refers to Sammy as Mr. I, I'm going to get engaged to another woman in seven months, which I thought was fantastic. And then he shoots on Max, which is why I asked if it's a shoot that, you know, he's not engaged. I, I feel like it is. I feel, well, I think that they definitely agreed upon that before. Mm -hmm. Because, well, I mean, him and Tay are obviously married, but yeah. True. And anyway, so they do that. And then Darby speaks. And he starts off and I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm with you. I'm like, oh, God, Darby. Here we go. Right. He's but he's in the corner, kind of all scrunched up. He starts talking about how AEW is the only place for him because of the story about him dropping out of film school and all that. Go, all right. That's not bad. But you're right. When it came down to it, he had the best promo, which proves he doesn't need Sting as a crutch. And even though he's going to do the same goddamn match every single time, we know this. Yeah. He's going to sell yeah. a million t-shirts too. Cool. He is. He's a draw. <laughs> he's a draw. Like, he could be a good character for them if they just give him a little bit of, you know, leeway. Like to, to tonight, I thought was much better for his character than I've seen from him in the past 18 months. Oh, 100%. And, and the barb that he sent out to half the people in the locker room bitching about everything on Twitter. Yes. I died. I Ooh. popped so hard for that. I'm like, <laughs> like that rig so hard in that locker room too. Like just you calling know, out somebody everybody. was not happy with that too. And went to Tony immediately as well. Somebody was bitching. Can't believe he said what that. What's this little I guy doing? <laughs> so hashtag the show's brought to you by Twitter. <laughs> no. Um, you know, at the end of it, you know, they kind of all get in a fracas. MJF goes into a cake. This is the way they're going, it looks like here, which is. Yeah, which is I don't open, like it, though. You don't, you don't, would you rather have MJF in a definitive kind of, you know, like path line or. Yeah. I, well, here's the thing. I understand why they're doing it because of the other stuff going on right now. And I am 100% for it. Um, I feel like they're, they could be dropping the bag uh, with, with, ricky starks right now uh i just i am concerned that they're trying to push sammy who basically has been living mid-card life behind chris jericho for the past mm, two years 
and you have Darby who's been in the shadows staying and all these guys like who've been shadows coming out live like oh hey we're gonna challenge for this when there's been no real semblance of them earning it it's kind of like what they've done with Jade Cargill previously like oh hey I'm gonna challenge for it now oh I'm gonna hey I'm gonna challenge you now oh hey I'm gonna challenge you now it has that kind of vibe to me though I get what they're doing I understand what it's gonna do longevity wise I just don't like it right now that's all I don't think any one of them is going to be immediately up for a title shot. I think that intermittently you're going to have some fantastic matches between the this mixture of characters. I mean, I mean, give me a Jungle Boy and Sammy match every night. That's going to be a fucking stellar match. So, please, I don't mind what they're going with it because I feel like it's. It may be a bit premature, like you said, you know, just because of where they are currently as far as the card is concerned, other than MJF. Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily disagree with the idea, because at some point in time, you're going to have to get here, or you'll have these four pillars who never really materialized, as a, but there's a single pillar out there, right? Yeah. So if you're going off this four-pillar mentality, push the pillar. I mean, I've I've long said I don't think they're the pillars anymore. I don't consider Sammy a pillar anymore. But if they're going to do it, just go for it. Just go for it. Go for it, you know. And I feel like – I don't feel like they're dropping the ball with Ricky Starks. I feel like that mm. that's they're being much more calculated. I, th- I think they – I believe that they know or they think what I think, that that is the big, big draw in like two years. Like MJF, Ricky at All Out, twenty twenty five. No, I, I like, agree. Yeah, it'll be like like Rock Austin at seventeen. You know, finally getting their hands on each other. Yeah, I feel like that's the long term play. Though, though Rock and Austin wrestled seven times before that. But well, we're, we're, <laughs> okay, Vince, we know fifty <laughs> fifty booking. Hey. But okay, so do you want to go chronologically? Because the next thing sets up the end. If you, or yeah, you wanna... we can do it that way if you want. I okay. mean, so the next thing was the six. Man, uh, it was a six man tag. It wasn't for the the trios main event. It was a six man tag of the Blackpool Combat Club going up against the Dark Order, the real Dark Order, Evil Stuno, <sighs> and Adam Hangman Page. And all I have to say about this match is one thing, one thing only, and you hit it right on the head. Stew. Stew. Be stew my beating stew. heart. Like, why they let him go and why they haven't pushed those two guys as a top tag team mm-hmm. boggles my ever-loving mind. They... They had a bad booking break at the beginning when they came in. They did, but then they got hot and they could have wrote it and got them titles and and all those things. They never did. They, they went with did. they went everybody they came else close, they but they did. didn't get all the way through. And I feel that we got all the way through. They could have survived. This sounds terrible. Could have survived past Brody Lee's passing better than just yeah. being the loving shtick, right? Yeah, and. And my my thought is this: they showed out. They oh. sh- they sh- they they showed out 
Uno's showed out lately too. Uno looks great. Like Uno, Absolutely. you know, drops some weight. You know, people are still bashing him because he's a thick dude. Whatever. Whatever. Who gives a shit, man? Like that just drives me nuts. Homeboy can wrestle, and you add him and Stu together. My goodness, that is a tag team for tag teams. I want to see them and FTR for the titles at all <laughs> out. Let's book it now. There you go. Um. If you haven't noticed, I've already given the belts to. <laughs> yeah, it is a matter of time. Let's be honest. You know, sorry, guns. I feel like first of, first of all, true that. I hope to God I haven't been on Twitter since the show start since the show ended. So I don't know for sure if Stu is back back or if this was just a one time Canadian. Thing. They did not do the Stu Grayson is all elite. They did that for somebody else, which we can talk about. Yeah, here, we'll so. we talk about that in a minute here. I figured they wouldn't. But I just I don't know. We'll have to see. Everything in my being tells me this was just a one time thing because they're in Canada. I hope not. I hope he's back. He's so I hope he's good. back too. I feel like the tag team division could use it. I feel like they're doing some stuff with Hangman where the Dark Order could still have legs if they had him. We'll have to see. They have not been beyond the, you know, kind of reoccurring bit as well. So even if he's mm -hmm. not fully back, if he's back in a bigger capacity more frequently. I would take that for the time being. Yeah. 100% agree with that statement. It's just, is is he back? I want him back. I want him back, like, so bad. I love him. He is a freak athlete, and he deserves to be there. And the pop he got was literally... So, here's the thing. There were th three enormous pops. Mm -hmm. he, was one of, he was one of them. Yeah. And, you know, they were chanting for him to get into the match. Yeah. Yes, I know it's a Canadian crowd. It's Canadian, whatever. I feel like it's bigger than that, though. I, I genuinely do. I know I'm a little biased and I'm a Dark Order fanboy, but you nailed it on the head. Evil's been putting up on the mic in the ring. That's evident. It's got some legs. Let's see where they run with it. If they run. Yeah. Like, let's let's make it happen, Captain. Well, we were wondering, speaking of Canadians, we were wondering very, very, very much, who's going to challenge Ooh. Jade? Co Who? Hold on. Okay. So, I need to ask you this. I've been dying because I saw this, and I want to know okay. what you thought. Okay. When you saw the local competitor in there, did you get pissed? Yes. Oh, dude, I was so fired up. I'm like, are you seriously doing this to us? You're giving her a local competitor? Nicole Matthews, who Evil Uno does his best to put her over, talking about she wrestled in Shimmer and this and that and all these things. And I'm like, I've never heard of this woman in my life. <laughs> yeah, I got to give it up to Excalibur. He tried, man. <laughs> he tried hard. But no, already in the ring, a local competitor. Not even local. She's from fucking Vancouver, but whatever. Um, Two-minute match, if that. Squash, boom. Not and then yeah, and then Jade got the mic and she got all up in Renee's face like you're Canadian, you're Canadian, and then some, <laughs> some new music hit and it was exactly who we thought it was gonna be and Tay Valkyrie, Tay Valkyrie and her 
I will have to say her entrance song is fire. I need to find out what it is because it was so good. But then she got up in her face like she's one of the very few women in that 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 locker room can go toe to toe, eye to eye with Jake. She's a she's a tall drink of a woman and <laughs> she, she is built like a brick she's house as well built, man she is tall she's broad sh- she's she's also athletic for her size too yeah she's got a lot of beth phoenix qualities of her you know just like five inches taller yeah yeah beth phoenix was more powerhouse but, but but she's got a lot of kind of some Beth Phoenix bits in her, but she's also got a lucha pass. Well, I mean, she, she does is, the glam slam, so I know she does, <laughs> which which she did, or jaded as 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 Jade called. Yeah, it. so uh, it's jaded. So there's a glam slam, jaded, and welcome to Valhalla, which is the better name of all of them. Uh, absolutely, hundred percent. It's also referred to as the implant buster if you're back in Awesome Kong days. Awesome Kong to the Implant Buster, implant which is the Buster was best a great name, name too. <laughs> especially for the time. Especially for the time. Oh, 100%. When we do it on the beautiful people, it's like, boom. Um, Dave Valkyries. She did pop one of them. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Legit, she did. She did. Uh, Dave Valkyries, all elite. That is confirmed. All elite. Confirmed. We were retreated. So it's it's fact, okay? It's not fact until we retweet it, okay? <laughs> Just so you know. So that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's another body in the uh, it's another body in the in the women's division. Yes, absolutely. But I feel it's it's, a, it's the right body, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think this is the move. This is the person to get the belt off of Jade and give Jade something else to do. I believe Taya could take the belt off her. You know, when you're pulling, believable. When you I hate to say this like this, but when you're pulling in Willow and, and Sky Blue, it, Willow's believable, but Sky Blue's Willow not. could be, yes. You know, but the other ones it's just like I just don't because of the way that they propped up Jade, you need somebody with some credence behind their their history, right? And she's not just an in she's not just an indie darling, Taya, you know, she's Long time in in TNA and in, in Impact in WWE. I mean, she is she has done the circuits. Triple A. She's a former Triple uh, A uh, Reina de Reina's champion. I think three time, three time. Trace times. Is it Trace? I thought it was, it was two or three. I know, but uh, yes. I mean, she she went up against Donna Perazzo in uh, Diana Perazzo, one of my favorite matches from last year for the Reina de Reina's championship. It was stellar. Go look it up. If you don't follow AAA wrestling, what is wrong with you? You need to go look that match up. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I'm really, really excited about her coming in. Mm-hmm. She is the one. I, I'm, I, Mark Sherdama's stamp. If I had a hat, I would wear it to say, <laughs> one day you might get a hat. Who knows, man? Someday. But she's the one. So, um, speaking of, <laughs> Speaking of the one, I am very glad that they also let us know that what happened in Chicago last year with New Japan wasn't the one time the Forbidden Door is going to be open. I know. Forbidden Door. Dos. I don't know. I don't, I don't speak Japanese. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, ichi. Ni? 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 Forbidden Door 2 is going to be, while well, Jamie looks up the uh, Japanese pronunciation of 2, is going to be June 25th 
in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Which yeah, it's me. I was right. You got Let's it. Go. You got it. Oh yeah. Well, me is going to be Ju- June twenty fifth. So a month, give or take, after uh, Full Gear. No, not Full Gear. Son of a bitch. Uh, Double or nothing. Double or nothing. In I will Toronto. be in Colorado. <laughs> You'll be in but, Colorado. That's okay. I'm, we're, I, I, I can't fly. I can't fly to Toronto. We got. So, we got. Yeah. We got too many trips we're doing already because we have another. Uh, Colorado trip that you and I are doing. Plus, we're looking at going all out. Uh, uh, my, my bank accounts are. I don't need another one in there. Um, yeah, yeah. They're gonna combine. They're gonna combine that. Follow up that with a, a kind of a leg in Canada. So after that, they're gonna go to Hamilton, uh, the booking place of one Ethan Page. Yes. And I'll then the following week, they're gonna be in Edmonton. Which is a great wrestling city too. So absolutely, <laughs> Canadians love three things, and it is very evident tonight: beer, hockey, wrestling, poutine. Oh, that's all. That's not they. They love that's not the all other of them. That's only. That's only the very easternmost. You're right, but <laughs> that, yes, that poutine is all, fantastic. All of them. Poutine Timmy Horton, so definite. I'm sorry, I'm going off on Canada here. Yes. I've I've never had Timmy Hortons. It's it's fine. It's I'll drink coffee. So yeah. they have really so Timmy Hort Tim Hortons. We're going off here, guys. Okay, all right. Sure are. Timmy Hortons is more than coffee. Starbucks is a coffee first place, right? Hundred yeah. percent, right? They've got other yeah, yeah. shit. They've got the the refreshers. They got some some you know breakfast sandwiches that are pretty bomb. You know, you know, Timmy Hortons is like you take Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks. And your favorite convenience store, and you put them all in a blender, and out comes a Tim Hortons. Like their food, their pastries and sandwiches and ba- all that stuff is almost worth the trip as much as just getting a cup of coffee. Man, it is really fucking stellar. They have them in the very northernmost U.S., so you can go up to Minnesota, up in northern parts of Minnesota, and in the northeast, I've got some Tim Hortons that have kind of come down. Michigan, I think, has got a few, especially in the in, in the UP. Um, in the UP, yeah. But I digress. I'm sorry about that. So <laughs> yeah. So so let's let's get away from there and let's get to QTV. What were you? I want to talk <sighs> about QTV. This was. I, I'm going to low-key, I hate to say it, I loved it. I loved it so much because it was so damn funny. It made fun of of uh, uh, whatever the hell that 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 is. It oh was a TMZ. TMZ, thank you. It was a TMZ Made rip-off. fun of it perfect, like, everything down to, like, they, they, they're the ones who broke into Wardlow's stuff. <laughs> and, and, like, you know... Oh, MJF stole his his uh, his momentum. Like, oh my god, it, yeah. And then they started winter, throwing winter, like massive dinner. shade at. Uh, I'm talking like big name massive shade. Start comparing him to Batista if he never amounted to anything. And start throwing like big old like Fed names at him. I'm like, oh, yeah, they don't care. What? It was hilarious. <laughs> Did not give a fuck. And I, I didn't know what QTV was going to be, but I'm glad it was what it was. It was amazing. I, I'm sorry. Like I saw it and I wanted to hate it because like QT Marshall drives me nuts. But oh my god, it was so good. Oh, <laughs> uh, do y'all do, do, does anybody disagree? Let us know. 
because I loved it. I really thought it was going to be another like, stupid-ass like uh, talk show bit, right? Yeah, same. 100%. I had that same thing that, like when they did the TMZ thing. He sit there with his water. But like, oh, here we go. <laughs> so I liked it. So arguably before the main event, this could have been match of the night because this was a really damn good match. And that's the uh, AEW International Championship. Not to be confused with the All-Atlantic Championship because it got an upgrade. Thank you, uh, Shazam to uh, Fury of the Gods, by the way, for upgrading the title. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Shazam. <laughs> Way to go, Zachary Levi. Yeah. Comes out Friday. Check your local theaters for times. Yeah. Um, you can always go to buy more. You can always go to buy more and get the DVD eventually. Yeah, exactly. The Zachary Levi joke. Okay. Sorry. There's only four matches in the night, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, there weren't many because that last yeah. one was a half hour match. And it deserved every last <laughs> second of it. So let's talk about the international, which I know you are ecstatic for the title name change. Yeah. It sounds very much like intercontinental. I like, I like the thought we mentioned last week too. You're making this really the secondary belt and the TNT, the TV title is almost developmental. I like that. The match was yes. great. It was Orange Cassidy doesn't really do bad matches, really. He doesn't. He, I have not. I cannot remember where I saw. Oh man, that was a bad match. It had it had Orange Cassidy. In it. Yeah. I just I don't think he does them. I mean, because he, he could do the comedy shtick. He can do r real good wrestling. And Jeff Jarrett, as much as you know, you hate him, <laughs> and I dislike I seeing him on my TV. I do. He's still Jeff Jarrett. And Jeff Jarrett been in the business for so long for a reason let's be real okay okay so jeff's like be real. Clo close to 60 right if yeah. not 60 he doesn't need to be wrestling anymore i agree with you but well, homeboy can still go can like still go. it was very <laughs> evident in this match he can go and i don't know if you noticed i noticed but his gear looked oddly familiar it looked very familiar i couldn't put my finger on it team canada Team Canada gear, that's amazing. I, I, was, I was like, that, I looked I, it up. I was trying to figure it out. It was like floating around the front of my 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 cerebrum, and I just thank you. I'm like, I've seen this before, and then I googled Team Canada, Jeff Jarrett. I'm like, oh, there's one. Where he, <laughs> he had the white variant, the red with the black, and then the black with the red. Right. It's not the same gear, but it looks almost it identical to it. Similar, right? I hope yeah. it's not the same gear. I mean, that's just 20 years old. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, that's fair. But no, excellent match. Uh, the Satnam Singh and all of them got kicked out. Then Jay Lethal comes in. And Jay Lethal, uh, was Jay Lethal, I, I forgot, I've already forgot. Was he Shockmaster? Was he the one cosplaying a Shockmaster? No, no, because sh whoever in the in the stands was, was cosplaying a Shockmaster, I mean, Jay Lethal is a pretty fit black man. And this was a full Shockmaster cosplay. So a larger white person <laughs> with sans shirt with the vest on. There's no way Jay Lethal was cosplaying <laughs> as Shockmaster, which the physics don't allow. By the way, I the announce it. team went ham on this. <laughs> like, hey, Taz lost hey. it. <laughs> Taz, I was like, wait, 
you've seen that guy before, haven't you? And then <laughs> Tony Shavani's like, yeah, he fell through a wall or something. <laughs> good. I'm like, oh my God. They were like totally making fun of it. Just like everybody else does. I mean, first of all, I can't believe I'm saying this 2023. That's probably the best Shockmaster cosplay I've ever seen. Okay. <laughs> For real though. Like that statement really sh- came out of my mouth. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Whoever had sh- seeing Shockmaster cosplay at AEW Dynamite on their bingo card, please let us know. And, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. Please know we're we're gonna chip in and buy you lottery tickets for you to go pick up because, <laughs> uh, no, Jay Jay, Jay came out with a sling. He was doing the whole sell the arm thing, you know, which I felt he sold mm-hmm. pretty a little too hard after the match last week. Anyway, uh, of course, it just is what it is. But no, he was selling that, and then after Aubrey made the save and kicked out Satnam and uh, Sanjay. Sanjay. Surprise, surprise! Jay Lethal's arm is fine. He's got the golden globe, which he smacks uh, Cassidy with. Yeah, but Cassidy kicks out! Kicks out! A two! He hits the orange punch. Orange Cassidy is still your international champion. Very excited about it. Excellent match. I have to give Jeff Jarrett all the props. I'm going to publicly say, Jeff Jarrett, I am sorry that I doubted your in-ring ability. (laughs) I still hate you as a person, and your promos... But you can still work in the ring. Brought to you by Carl Jr. But but please don't do it as much. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> you had some other stuff going on throughout the night too. So there was, uh, you had a claim music video. That was uh, funny. That was uh, it was always good there. I know you had uh, you had a Juice Robinson promo earlier. Later on, there's yep. a video promo by Ricky Starks back at Juice Robinson. How he's not afraid of the Bolt Club and. Basically invites the whole Bullet Club without saying that verbatim, which he sure shit did, didn't he? Make you start to think some things, but like a switchblade or something, <laughs> potentially. And then you had okay, there's four matches. You only had one women's match, two minutes, right? You know, okay, could have done two women's matches, Tony, but at least you gave us an extended in-ring segment with 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 the women's division. So, yep. officially called the Outcasts. E girls. I know you don't like this Outcast at all, right? E girls. They're not <laughs> Outcasts, obviously. They're E girls. Technically, if you think about it, if they if they sell the story right, they could be. Because you have released, released, and fizzled, Almost and released. Died. <laughs> yeah. So, um,. The outcast moniker does make sense. I don't hate it. There's a lot of worse things they could have been called. But I feel it's a little yeah. easy name as well. They were never going to be called the E-Girls officially. But you can go ahead and we'll keep calling them E-Girls on here. All right. Like, it again, writes itself, people. Writes itself. <laughs> but, you, but you know they're not going to officially call themselves that. Because that is... Anyway... Anyway, that's a street shot at the WWE. It is a bridge across the nose. So you have Soraya, Tony Storm, and Ruby Soho, a Ruby, in the ring talking more about that. And they all do a fantastic job, kind of saying the same story once again, you know, going about this and all that, and get answered by Canadian tuxedo wearing Jamie Hayter and Britt. Okay, Hader. you saw it too. I love the I fact she was not seeing it. Tuxedo. <laughs> Both of them, you know, could not see it. 
and <clears throat> old old denim Dan, <laughs> and uh, they get the they kind of get the jump, and then Britt pulls off the belt, her Gucci belt, which had the green spray paint from last week. She's going to beat Ruby with it, and the numbers game catches up. But then they're answered in support by Riho. Who got spray painted on Rampage Wednesday after not a match with any of the E girls, but against uh, uh, Nyla Rose? But the E girls came out and jumped her and spray painted her afterwards. Cool. Um, Will Nightingale and Sky Blue. So you're making some definitive lines in the sand. At the end of the day, though, you have three women in this outcast E girl, whatever faction. Do you think they're going to put more on their side? Absolutely. I know there's one name that you definitely want to say with that. So what do you think? Okay. <laughs> so Mark Sardamas. One day we're going to find ha- you a hat, I swear. Has has looked into the future, and Mark Sardamas will foretell the future. In the very near future, Hikaru Shida will join mm-hmm. the E-Girls. You bet you, you're still banking that train. It okay. makes too much sense. It does. And they got a good storyline, even though she's never been in the WWE, to give justification for that. Yeah. She was the champion during the pandemic, and then as soon as the crowds came back, everybody in management, blah, 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 forgot about her, passed the belt along, put her to the wayside. The story lines up. Yep. Yep. That's happening. Calling it now. Okay. I say say within... When is she back from Japan? <laughs> Within three weeks. Three okay. weeks. Do you think and, there's... And just for the record, Mark Sardamas is right 70% of the time, every time. Is there anybody else other than Hikaru you could see on that line? Because I really can't because of the way they have... I can. One more. There's one more potential. Okay. Former E-Girl as well. That's who I'm trying to think of, and I can't. Serena Deeb. Oh. The professor. The woman of a thousand holds, who eventually will face off against the woman of a thousand and four holds. <laughs> they will bring that shtick back. Oh, I hope and to it God will be glorious someday. I told totally, you. I'm not going to lie. Serena Deep totally slipped my mind because she's been she's been gone for for a, for a hot minute there, right? You know. Yep, she's in the back. She's doing the back stuff right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but she's so damn good. She's she is talented. Up uh, like yeah, really fits that line too. Okay, uh, sure it is. And you know who else fits that line? Who does fits that line? Thunder Rosa. Okay, I was gonna get down that path. Do you think, though, Thunder Rosa? Because it's like, Thunder Rosa, she's working hard. She's trying to get back in it. Now she's doing the Smash Announce thing, which is, you know, keeping her around. Whenever she is ready to come back, do you see her coming back for as the as part of the E-Girls or as the ultimate kind of... Because I feel like it's more impactful if she comes back as the 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 face's savior, you know, sort of. I could see it that way, but then you also, if it's you just weird rewind to have the, her and Brit on the same side, I know. 
But if you rewind the tapes just a little bit, when Jamie was coming to power and Tony was coming to power for sure, the crowds were turning on 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 her. The crowds were turning they on Thunder. They were. They were. And they could use that. But she's been gone for a minute, so then everybody's gonna forget. Because she's never the, really the good thing never, about wrestling is the short. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear. But she's never really been a heel in WWE or in, in, in AEW, I should say. She hasn't. This would be a good opportunity so, for it. if they don't do Sheeta. If they don't do Sheeta, Rosa would be an excellent. Or if they do Sheeta in a, like for a minute and then pull her out of it. Yeah, like right? her and Rio, because you know they're bros. Um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. And how about Riho coming out little seventy-five <laughs> Riho? The pipe as big oh. as her. Yeah, holding a giant ass <laughs> pipe with pigtails. I'm like, oh, somebody let their little girl in. Like, oh wait, that's Rio. <laughs> Rio is great. She is tiny. I love Rio, though. But she is I great. love her. She is. She's just. A, she's cute as a button. She's just adorable. But the homegirl could wrestle like nobody's business. <laughs> love her. Um, I really like. If I could say, if there's one woman I want to get pushed right now, back to prominence, it's Nyla freaking Rose. I do too. I do too. I miss Nyla. I mean, I felt like they had a good angle there too, because she was doing the comedy stick thing, sort of, you know. And they mm-hmm. brought that into her like persona. I'm like, that's even better. And when she stole the when she stole the belt from Jade and all that, she would have been perfect to take the belt off of Jade at that time. Oh, 100 percent. I still think she's a viable. Like after Taya takes it, because that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Then you then you have yeah, Taya and Nia. Perfect. Oh, for a long ass feud. Make that forever. Perfect. You know, like, and by the way, um, I think we should almost start a segment of what did Nyla Rose say on Twitter today? <laughs> what did Nyla Rose say on Twitter today? She goes, John Moxley was in a match and didn't bleed. Is he okay? Do we need to check on him? <laughs> oh Brought to you God. by Nyla Rose. She's so good. She's so good. I love Nyla. All right, so 2.0, Nyla. So yeah, I'm still calling them 2.0, but whatever they are, you know, Daddy Magic and Baby Baby Ever Mama, Rise, fucking, yeah, whoever they they uh, promote against the acclaim as well. That's what they're. That's two what Canadians, they're by the way, two Canadians. Yeah, they're they're just basically yeah. So anyway, they have a match lined up on Friday, so it's them versus the Bollywood Boys. Okay. Hey. Nice to see the Bollywood boys around. Taya That's Valkyrie's exciting. making her in-ring debut on Friday. And it's a special start time, by the way. It's whenever basketball's over. It'll be on. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, then, earlier in the night, during the whole QTV thing, Powerhouse Hobbs put an open challenge out for anybody out there, of course, other than Wardlow, for the title this Friday. Surprisingly answered by Ray Phoenix. Okay, so he's not going to win, and that that's going to make me sad. It's but fine. It's fine. I like the idea of pushing him in a singles capacity. I do too, because here's the thing. You know, we have been to multiple AEW events. Mm-hmm. We've seen them wrestle one time. It was it was probably the best time to see them. It it was, but I kind of want to be a little closer. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So. Touché. Like when we're when when you're in Kansas City, just just asking for a friend, just just asking for a friend. Can we get the Lucha Bros maybe going against? Oh, I don't know. 
evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Oh. In oh. Kansas City. <laughs> in, in, in a week. Tony yeah, it's next week. It's, it's next week. It's next week, dude. It's it is. They went from Canada to Kansas City. It's less than seven days away. Uh, next we're, Wednesday, we're the only live from our car. I'm kidding. No, we're going. Uh, also confirmed for next Wednesday. The only thing that that's announced so far for next Wednesday show in Kansas City is a notice qualification match is going to finally happen between Hook and Stokely Hathaway. I'm actually looking forward to that. That should be a fun lie. three minutes. Um, <laughs> it's not going to be any, long. And you know what? You know what? It'll be just fun, because, just because we love uh, Heather, who is uh, always on our stuff, and she loves herself some hook, we will record it on one of our phones, put it up on the Twitters, so you can see That's the whole it. thing in entirety as many times as you want on Twitter. <laughs> You're welcome. Thinking of you. Uh so let's get let's let's talk to the meat of the batter, the best match Albert by far. This match. Oh my god, we knew it. I one gripe. I had one gripe. What was your? Do you have any gripes? I had one. Um, I feel like I feel like they didn't get the timing right, so the ending felt rushed. Yeah, that that I, okay. I give you that. My one gripe. It's pretty simple. Start with two people. Sammy and Danny, Daniel. Yeah, it should be three. One from each team. Oh, at all times, at all I, times. One I from each. I I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent. There's Heather. Hey, Heather. <laughs> we got you. We got you. I I say we try to vial up some of his sweat, but that's a little too creepy. And I just said it. Um, yeah. I agree with you though. Yes, the 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 one. Yeah, I I as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I was like, I don't know where I'm going with this. And <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> this match was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Like, House of Black's amazing. House of Black retains, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know. But this match, all the way, was a spot fest. Total spot fest. Ha, trademark. Uh, but anyway, it was insane. You had everybody doing everybody's move. Like, everybody got their moves off. Oh, like, yeah. there was not one move... Other than the Meltzer driver. I don't think the Meltzer driver is the only move I saw that didn't get hit. Yeah. No, it did. It did. No. Yeah, it did get hit. No, it did. No, it did. No, it did. No, it didn't. Never mind. Yeah. We they, got didn't, the they, they didn't do a BTE trigger. They didn't do a Meltzer driver. Uh, but it didn't matter. I mean, and we didn't get a one ring and angle angel. You know, there was there were several moves that weren't hit there. You know, you did. Yeah. Not but, get a uh, lion tamer. The tag team. Oh, well, I, we got walls of Jericho in in Winnipeg. So that's fine. <laughs> Can we talk about Winnipeg. the biggest pop of the night, though? The biggest pop of the night when Jericho, when the first time in the match, when Jericho and so Jericho starts off with Brody King decimating Sammy. Sammy goes to the corner, takes into Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia starts to get his ass handed to him by by uh, Brody King. He goes over to his corner. His guys run the fuck away. He goes over to the elite's corner, and all three of them are like "fuck you" <laughs> and we'll walk away. <laughs> it was great. Jericho takes himself in and then uh, and so Brody lets Malachi get tagged in right Malachi walks over past the elite's corner Kenny tags Kenny's staring down in the middle of the ring Chris Jericho biggest biggest pop of the night by far because oh, it's the first time in AEW history they're standing across from each other in like, their hometowns, they, which they've never fought each other in their hometown either. You know, it's just yeah, like these two have never crossed paths in AEW, and here they are. 
and it gets Actually, broken up have. immediately by the House of Black. Never mind, they have. Uh, they have. They, they have not. Have. They have not. They, like, like, like Kenny said last week, they've been on separate paths, right? You know. Yeah. Well, you remember you had the elite going against. You had the, the elite uh, versus the J uh, or the inner circle. Inner right? circle. Yeah, yeah. So you had some overlap with that, but even with that, it wasn't really pronounced, and you didn't really have really one on one. You know, between the two. Of them. Yeah, you never so, had one on one with them. But like that was electric. It just it was it felt special. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Chris Jericho's dad, Ted Irvine, in the front. In, in, yeah, yeah. Winnipeg Jet and uh, New York Ranger, Ranger legend with Ted Irvine in the front row. You know, which is really cool to see as well because he was into it. It's cool to see somebody like you know, like into his son at the age he's it's like. That's fantastic. That was cool. Yeah. Well, again, he's Canadian, and they like <laughs> beer. Hockey, wrestling. Poutine and tinny horns. Um, Th- those so are on the like list. They, they, they circled back to it several times, too. And they actually, we actually did get squared off for good. For it's Okay, I like how they squared off, and that was fun. And then there were moments there where they teamed up, specifically yeah. against Brody King. Against Brody King. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> But this match had a little bit of everything. I mean, you had Malachi being Malachi. House of Black looked ridiculous. You had Young Bucks doing Young Buck things. I know you can't stand Sammy, but my God, the talent on Sammy Guevara. Exactly. Like, I hate him as a human being, but (laughs) homeboy can wrestle. Like, yeah. So. God, I can't stand Sammy. I can't stand Sammy. (laughs) Again, my biggest gripe with it. I agree with you on the front end, though, because there's two types of, you know, multi-team, multi-man. I prefer where they have one from each in there. Same as you. I think I think it makes it a lot more dynamic. It, you can do a lot cooler stuff. Yeah. I, I'm just a fan of it. But the big story of this was at the tail end of the match, while the match was ending, the Blackpool Combat Club and the Black... Uh, the Black... The Dark Order were fighting <laughs> in the back. And then... It spills out to the the arena as the match ended, and then here is uh, hanger hanger in the middle of the ring. Here comes the Blackpool Combat Club, and as they come in, the elite pop in right behind hanger. Hanger doesn't know they're there. That's the that was the whole shtick. He rough. didn't know they're there, mm-hmm. and then the entire Blackpool Combat Club retreats, and I absolutely love this because now you really have a completely different storyline with hangman that I was not prepared to have yet in my mind. And here it is. Yeah. In a way they're kind of, they're handling three things at once here, right? They're taking the elite away from the trio's title. Yep. You're giving hangers something to do. And you're potentially also breaking off the Dark Order, who, if they have a Stu Grayson, can legitimately just keep feuding with the BCC in banger matches for the next two months, right? Keep them both yeah. busy. That's good booking all around. Or, or you finally get the Elite going up against the Blackpool Combat Club too. You could have that's the capability of it too. You know, I mean, I, I feel like you want to. Start the path of having Kenny's going to be in the mix for the title at some point in the next year, right? And I feel like the Young Bucks are 
sooner rather than later going to be in the tag title picture, especially with FTR where they are right yeah. now, right? Yeah. I feel like that's the all-out match. I know you want to see Dark Order, FTR at all out. I feel it's Bucks, FTR, two in front of people at all out. Yeah. That's yeah. the match. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't complain of that match at all. Do you think it it's uh, Hanger coalescing with the Elite or nay? I don't know. Like that's that's the beautiful thing. Now, <laughs> now he's got his old friends and his current old friends. Mm, his older friends. <laughs> yeah, his, his older friends and his old friends uh, are now he's like in a friend triangle, like a love triangle. But it's a friend triangle. I, I I know they hinted at it when he was on the banana phone on being the elite. Right. That there was two camera there's two photos and somebody zoomed in on him one was him with him in the dark order and one was him with the with the elite so and he turned the one around with the elite that was the one he turned around yeah so i could see him re- joining back up with those guys because he is in a better mental place mm-hmm. and everything like that and then turning his back on the dark order which could send them spiraling or could make them into something different and either one uh-huh. of those things, I don't mind. I mean, I feel like it t- they've played the he's keeping them at arm's distance, uncomfortable thing. They've played the tentative kind of, you know, annoyance between everybody. They've gone full versus with Hanger and the Elite, you know? Yeah. So they've gone all levels of it. I'm interested to see what they do with it. I hope they don't just brush it off and, you know, which they may. They're all faces right now. That's the thing. I I don't think they're going to put him against it, but I think it's it's a tentative ag- arrangement at best. What What do you think about this? There is a certain person returning in St. Louis that would look great wearing BCC stuff. Ooh. Then they have four. And then you have four over Cole here. Cole and the BCC. I mean, the N is there with Claudio. We know this. Yeah. So then you have those four going against these four. And then you can easily di- digress it down to singles and tag team matches. No problem. Then you can have Omega and uh, you could do Omega Cole, but I'd rather, I'd rather have Cole, Cole Hanger. You have, you have the, Omega Mox Omega is Mox. what you'll have. Yeah, We've had that exactly. before, but it's whatever it's, it's good yes please like we had every that, time the, we had the first death double match. or nothing right yeah, yeah the, the death match the very first one that first like double or yeah nothing. yeah that was rough to watch oh, it, it was, was it was stiff <laughs> it was yeah. japanese folding table stiff <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh god ah, cole i love adam cole as a wrestler in general Right? Yeah, same. Always have. I think he is best in a faction of sorts. Fish is gone. O'Reilly's and O'Reilly's long term to get fully healed, right? He's actually Yeah, he's it. out for like a year. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was really re- I think he had to have multiple surgeries too, you know. So yeah. his closest options aren't there. I don't feel like the whole super elite thing, you know, they kinda 
even when they did it, they teased that he's not really for that, right? The whole him getting beaten out of the Bullet Club and then getting murdered on BTE is so ingrained in the ethos of his character in AEW and in their characters in AEW. It makes sense to have him against them at some point because we'll eventually get Cole Kinney. <laughs> yes. And that's a match that I... Oh my God! It's like we we got traveled wherever that is. Yeah, that sells tickets. I never thought of him in the BCC though. And maybe he's not in it. He's just helping out. You know what I mean? Like they need a fourth affiliate, kind of like Hanger yeah. was not really in the Dark Order sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, hey, you want to go against these guys? I'm in. Right. You know that type of thing. Claudio's like, I got a guy. Let me see. You know. Yeah. Then you know that's. Yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we don't get to see Adam Cole live wrestle next week in Kansas City. Don't remind me. I I know, I know. Hopefully, he'll be there. He was actually sick this week, so um, he got like a real bad cold over the weekend. <laughs> that sucks. I know that because I follow him on Twitch. He came back on Monday at Twitch, and it was like it's still hoarse, and it's like I had to, you know, had to guys know where I've been. And it's like holy crap, you sound terrible. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, yeah, he played the Resident for uh demo. Have you, which, by the way, have you? I you beat ever... Hogwarts. I beat Hogwarts. Oh yeah, nice. Did you ever? Did you ever unlock? Did you unlock the uh, the secret chainsaw mode in RE4 demo? No, not yet. I I, I just played it once. Ridiculous, yeah. dude. I've seen. I saw a couple streamers try it. It's insane. <laughs> nice. That's anyway. awesome. Anyway. We won't have Adam Cole next week, but we will have a lot to talk about because Dynamite's going to be here. We're going to see it live. Um, we had flirted the idea of doing two things, either just going on later whenever we get home or doing a makeshift live in the parking lot. Jamie really wants idea. to do it in the parking lot. I really don't. <laughs> I know you don't, but I think it would be hilarious because we're like hey. – like with other fans, like, you know, and, and partially drunk, whatever. You know, it's fine. People so, love it. We'll, we might do a little both. We might do a quick little reactionary thing and then maybe get home and actually f tape something. And we'll, we will let you guys know. We will definitely will be on after Dynamite next week. So yes. uh, the best way to follow us is on Twitter. Uh, or on here, the little notification bell. If you're if you're if you're following us on YouTube, Ding. follow Ding. us on YouTube. If you're listening to us on Spotify, of course we will have everything. You know, everything airs up on Spotify shortly after we're done with it live. Just you know, it won't won't be live, but um, we will absolutely let you know for sure. We still haven't made up our minds, so yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll do something one way or the other. Both, I don't know. It's, we'll it's just a do the away. smart way and just wait till we get home. But I just think More it'd be a lot of fun. That's probably what will happen, but we might not do it, or we might have something in between. Who knows, yeah. right? Who knows? Ooh. Ooh. Have you picked your bracket yet? By the way, Jamie. Absolutely. You have Kansas winning at all? No, not at all. Oh, you went with your with head, not your heart. Draw. I always do. I, that, I. That's why I win in fantasy football all the time because I, I never know. pick with my I heart. Know. Well, I, I couldn't help it. I know this is not going to happen. 
but I had to, I had to pick a Missouri bracket. I had to I had to. Oh, uh, you're. <laughs> I'm a homer. Yeah. I, hey, we haven't been in the fucking tournament for like four years. I, 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 I actually I, have I, you. I, there, I have you bouncing in the first round. I think that if we, I told you this. I believe if we win the first round, I think we're going to go on a run, elite eight. I think. No way. I, anyway, I just I feel that uh, I feel like either we're going to get either we're going to get bounced out of the first round or we're going to make it deep. I don't think there's any in between. Yep, I have Bama making it. I have Bama winning it all. I really wanted to put Marquette winning it all. I just got a feeling. smart man. I, like, got, I just, is, I guess, got a feeling about Marquette, man. I got a feeling about Marquette. I'm I in look, the final four. Yeah, I look at uh, the the Houston brackets. The one that I there's no. I have them losing early actually because they're missing their number one guy. But yeah, whatever. I put him into the, the Sweet are all over him. Just be, and I probably shouldn't have. I also have Kansas losing in the second round. I just feel like it's a bad matchup with Arkansas. They'll probably win it, but man, eh. um, I put Texas out of that. I have Texas, UCLA, uh, Marquette, and Missouri. Although it it'll probably be Alabama. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Honestly, well, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway. This, uh, that's our March Madness special uh, portion of the show, so, guys. So before before we go, I do have a quick shout out, a little good luck, sending a little good luck to uh, one of our near and dear friends. She is over in Japan with her tag team partner, Maxi Impaler. They're going up against Maki Ito. Maki Ito! And, I did it this time. And then uh, and Yamashita. Um, they are going for the Princess World Champions. They're trying. They are defending him against uh, Ito and, and Yamashita. So, good luck to them, uh, uh, protecting the Princess Championships. Good luck, Wasteland War Party. Pull for you, <laughs> please. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, we 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 love us Maki Ito over here. We also we're excited to see uh, Yamashita when she does come to the states for sure. But uh, we are Wasteland War Party proud through and through. Absolutely. Until Maki Ito's in front of me, then I'm 100% Maki Ito simp. I'm sorry. Dude, it's going to be <laughs> tough watching her face, Heidi. Like, I'm, I'm like, I love you, I'm, Heidi, but this is something I've been wanting to I'm, see. I'm for wearing the past my Maki Ito shirt to the, to, to the show when we go to Denver, and Heidi's going to yeah. give it to me. This will also be the third time that I've seen her wrestle and worn the shirt of her competitor if I do that. So it's kind that of a is- trend I have to keep up. <laughs> I typically wear one of our shirts, and I probably will again. We'll see. I got the hat, you know, so we'll make it work. We are going, that's it. So that's going to be uh, in just a couple weeks here. So in the beginning of April, we're going to be in Denver. We'll let you guys know how that went as well, you know. Um, as a final reminder, do the same. Support local wrestling. Get out there. Watch some independent wrestling. Um, unless you're in Kansas City and you don't have many options, you just drive somewhere. St. Louis, short drive away. You know, if you've got a couple-hour drive, it's worth it, no matter where you yeah. are. Des Moines, support. not that far. Let's do Des Moines's it. Des Moines good. I mean, there's there's stuff. If you're if you're down south, Texas is a lot of good stuff. You got stuff in in Tennessee and Georgia. You know, up yeah. in and the, and the original trio could be back to be able to make these road trips. I, Young boy might be back in the fold. Potentially, potentially. Not <laughs> so, a show, but yeah. Oh no, no, we're not we're not, we're not young, young young boy with a microphone. No, we're not we're not giving him that much power. But we could bring it to some shows. That'd be fun. <laughs> yes, I make him drive so I can sleep. I know, right? Okay, cool. So next week, same bat time, or same bat channel. Well, we don't know about the time yet. Uh, it could be a Joker time. We will definitely, we will definitely have something next week. Like I said, more than likely, is going to be just the same, but a little bit later. But um, 
regardless, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you giving us your time. Jamie, take us home, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not down to Spot Fest, I have three words for you. Yeah. More Stu Grayson. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Peace.